Many fandoms. All of it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Mini Fandom, the premiere uh, Kirk Min fan podcast. I'm, of course, your host from Down Under Menas, and I am joined by someone that feels he needs to answer the criticisms from the Mini fans. I'm talking, of course, of Max. Max, welcome to Mini Fandom. Thank you. I mean, I thought the five minutes of conversation you had was like on the show. I thought you just went in like Kirk and just started recording. Um, but yeah, good now. <laughs> That's good. Um, uh, so, um, so what's happening, Max? Uh, you 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 said to Kirk you wanted to go on the show. Um, well, so I heard Dave on the show like Monday or whatever it was said that he needed people for Wednesday, and I just messaged him and I said, hey, you know, I can't come Wednesday, but I would love to come at another point if you can if you can have me. I know they do some Sunday night showings or maybe or just something along those lines. Um, you know. Because I recently have a new job, and yeah, I just, so I just you know don't really want to take off any time during the day, um, you know, just for the time being, and just express that to them. And I had a little line in the DMs. I just said, you know, address the controversy. I thought there was you know some controversy, and um, and apparently that just got you know run with, not in a bad way. I just you know I, I didn't. Um, I was speaking to quote Steve Robinson. I was speaking imprecisely, so I, um, I just wasn't sure exactly what was, uh, you know, what what was going on. And then I got a call from my cousin. I'm like, I'm working. I declined his call because I was I was working, and he fucking he like texts me. He's like, Kirk just called me. So I like, drop what I'm doing. I call him. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean, Kirk just called you? <laughs> and then right when that happened, I got a right when and like right when that happened, I got a call from a Westwood. I'm like, this has to be Cullinane if Kirk just called my cousin. And so what happened was, if I'm sure everyone watching saw the clip, what happened was that when I was in studio, Kirk wanted to call my cousin, but I only had my only correspondence with Cullinane was through DMs. We didn't text. I didn't have his number. So he, so he said, send Cullinane your cousin's number. So I sent Cullinane my cousin's number. And if Cullinane, you know, fucking moron, scrolled up two fucking things, he would have saw, hey, here's my number. Just call me if you want. If he just scrolled up two things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a moron. You hate him. Um, I mean, that was... That- no, I like Cullinane. I, I like Cullinane. He's grown... He, I hated him at first. Like, I mean, I despise. I prayed for Steve Robinson to come back yeah. at first. But Cullinane... Colin's grown on Colin's grown on me. I mean, he's made fucking Kirk left of Stalin, but which is fine, you know. <laughs> which is fine. So, all right. So it was pretty funny actually when you, your cousin Brian answered. I think Brian was his name, answered the phone. And um so that was all good. That was great. But to just going back to it, when you say you were speaking imprecise, do you mean there there is no controversy at the center of this? Well, well, I heard, I mean, I saw I've been mentioned. I've listened to every show. Um, I'm like quarter through it. Um, the two guys suck. Yeah, they're nice guys, but they're just so fucking boring. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I, I, there were, well, no, I just saw some people. I mean, I saw, I saw that fucking, you know, I'm not going to swear. On, I'm not going to swear on your show. Maybe I was back on the show. I would take my true feelings about Julie, who's just absolutely dreadful in my opinion 
um, going go, going after me. Like, what? I've, I've never said anything bad about Julie on this show, but um, no, I agree with you. Julie's the, Julie's a cunt. Julie Julie's a cunt. Julie's a okay. I was going to say that. I forget. I know you're from down. I know you're from down under. Mm. So I don't know how much you swear. I did study abroad. We use that word all the time. I studied abroad in Sydney, which was a lot of fun. Where did you study abroad? Sorry. I studied abroad in Sydney. You've been to Sydney? Yeah, I studied abroad. I lived there three months in college. Oh, nice. Which college did you go to? It like wasn't a college. It was like. Which um, university? It like wasn't because it was like American classes abroad. So we weren't like affiliated with a college. It was. Um, like the Global Institute or something like okay. that in Sydney it was close to university. It was close to University of Sydney. That's where I went to uni. Back to, back, back to Julie. The yes. I saw her going after. I listened to this clip. It made me chuckle. Uh, it made me chuckle. She's like, "Oh, oh, he said he only um paid for." Are you playing with something on your? Are you playing? Are you playing with something on your desk? Are you fidgeting with something? No, I was. I was just checking my air. I was okay. Stop fiddling with them. I keep hearing the. I keep hearing it clicking. I, I, oh, no. Go back to Julie. Julie's the worst. Back to Julie. She sucks. And she's, I don't know what Kirk sees. I don't know what Kirk sees now. The two people I've never understood what Kirk saw talent in was her or Clemmer. I never understood what he saw. And I think Kirk is the best judge of talent out there. Don't get me wrong. Um, And I judge it. I, I follow him more than anybody on earth on media. And I follow his judge and follow his judgment, but I knew Clemmer was a rat fuck from the start. And I think Julie fuck. Well, I, 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 he's, he went, he went up a little bit on me, but everyone went up. Everyone goes up as they go on, as they get on the show longer. I think everyone gets progressively a little bit better. If that makes sense. You know, well, like but what is in mm-hmm. but Julie is, she was, she was like, oh, he only, he said his mom only paid for a couple months of his mortgages or something. Hey, Julie, like, why don't you shut, like, I, this actually made me pissed off. It's like, shut, she didn't shut the fuck up and listen to the actual episode. Brie, the fucking OnlyFans girl, was 10 times more entertaining than her on that show. And she didn't say a fucking thing. It was just nice to look at her tits. Mm. But that's neither here, that's here and there which i'm sure which i know for a fact montante agrees with but she was like going it's like oh and then kirk was like oh and he has money like you wouldn't believe and he like said a couple things like that i forget the exact quotes and i know before the portland live show they had the mic in the minifans where they couldn't hear anything i don't know if you listened to any of that because it was up for a while before we did i listened to i listened to call it 60% of it because you could only hear 60% of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was caught up a little bit. And um, Kirk also said that um, Ordway called him, which I totally forgot because when I went into the show, I had a list of notes I wanted to bring up. It was like six or seven bullet points. And the only one that we didn't get to was that I wanted to tell him that I actually grew up like two houses down from Glen Ordway growing up um, in Calasset. Um, You're probably not familiar with that, but... Nope. Only, only from what you were saying and only from what you were saying on the main show about Cohasset. Um, I guess the other thing was, um, I guess after the the appearance, so there was the controversy about you being, you know, a spoiled little rich kid. That that was not my words, not my words. Um uh, and then there was um the 
the the affiliation with the Red Sox. Now, uh, let me just wheel back a bit. You know, I, I'm I'm a sports fan. I like the Red Sox, and I think personally, you can like the Red Sox and not like the owners. Like, how many sporting teams are you like? Oh. Like there's so many football teams where the owners are just despicable people and people still watch the football games. Like it's it's not yeah. it's not the end of the world. I, I agree I agree with that statement. I'm not a fan of I'm a huge Bruins fan. And I'm sure you probably don't follow hockey, but I think the Jacobs fucking suck. The owners. Yep. I don't know that, but I believe you. I think, yeah, so I totally agree. Um yeah, with that statement, there was also fun controversy there but yeah, yeah go so, so, so how many times a month do you have dinner with sam kennedy never had dinner with sam kennedy okay good so so you is he on your christmas card list <laughs> and it's negative john henry so john henry john henry no oh, good so you're in the clear Are you, um, yeah uh yeah i, I listen i'm clear I, i'm not you know i don't i don't hide a, i don't hide of anything i didn't you know you um you don't realize how um people find out about everything about you very quickly like very quickly like my linkedin view percentage went up 850% um like that week 850% i probably get like i get like 30 views a week and <laughs> went to fucking do whatever math that's thousands you know um but it was great. I mean, I loved going on the show. It was great. You know, Kirk was very nice. Um, Kirk was very nice in the two seconds of interaction. It was, I got there like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes early. Sat down. He walked in. We stopped talking. He sits down, starts recording. Boom, and we're off to the races. And then, um, yeah, and it was at the end. It was, he said, you know, I, just, I said, thanks for having me. He said, thanks. I gave him my gift and uh, I walked out and it was a lot of fun. And um, it, was, it was a good time. Yeah, what and how your your brother was very funny when he called in, Big Willie. Yeah, well, here's the thing: like we um, we, well, we've never really gotten along our whole lives. We're the same age. Um, like he got engaged last week. He hasn't even called me or told me. Like we don't, you know, talk. So like that interaction, like my I I, I all my family listened to the show. They all, I didn't tell anyone about it because like I didn't really want to try to like explain. Um, no, but I didn't tell any of my family about the show. Not that I was ashamed of it or whatever, because I love the show. I just, it's, it's a hard show to explain to people who don't know it, you know? Mm, yeah. Like I try to explain it. It's hard to admit, which any, which any hardcore men of family know. It's just, it's a harder, it's a hard show to explain what it is. People are like, oh, it's about, because people who don't know any better think, oh, Barstool, they probably just talk like sports or girls and mm. people just don't know. Like my mom's what sixty five or something. She just doesn't fucking. She doesn't know, you know. Um, and also, you don't know what you're going to talk about. So you go in there, you don't. The- yeah, but they, they all found the clip. Yeah. Yeah, they all found the episode. Every one of them, which I was amazed. I, they all found it, and they were all laughing at when my brother called in because that's literally just the most genuine interaction of all time. <laughs> like zero acting, zero playing, like zero point zero. He's too dumb to even do it. I thought you did well in there. I re-listened to the show this week. It was good fun. Um, you, Mike Montante, was in love with you. Um, so, so for the listeners, it's um, you know, it's Friday night. We're recording Boston time. So, Max, um, you know, is it now you head out to the bars with your mum's credit card and hit the espresso martinis? Is that the plan? Is what? Because I didn't hear the last part. 
So, and you hit the bars and have some espresso martinis. Is that the plan? Yeah, that's the, that's the plan. My own, you know, my own credit card. I'm like that fucking cunt jewel. He's like, oh, you, no, no, I pay for everything myself. I have a job. I have an eight to, I have an eight to five. I, I go to work every day. I work hard, um, pay for everything myself. So, I mean, you know, the car, which, I mean, it's not rocket science, which, so, you know, going to do that, meeting up with some ladies and, uh, and uh, let me just see. They haven't texted me. So, so yeah, you're on the you're on the dating apps. Uh, I go on Hinge. Yeah, Hinge. I mean, I'm not a huge Hinge user. Gone on a couple dates. Closed a little bit on it. Um, you know, but uh, so okay. oh, so listeners out there, um, I've got a few questions for Max about the show, but uh, I just want to do some updates from the last minute fandom because there's been a, some significant fallout from the last release. So. Um, I've driven a wedge. This is TCB, by the way, Max, a tribute to the New Hampshire cast. Um, so uh, I've driven a wedge between the 420 podcast and the GVE people. Um, 420 removed GVE from their handle. So I think mission accomplished for me. I'm a, a 420 guy now. The fact that they've uh, separated from GVE. So well done to Chris and Pat. Um, also, just a correction, allegedly... Um, Dava from Hull said Shalise um, took a young person to the prime, not Danny from Bill Ricker. I'm not 100% sure about that, but I trust Dava on that one. And also, Kirk suspects Justin Durand asked his wife to send the letter in. Now, Max, I don't know if you're um, up to date on this one, but do you think Justin Durand I'm up to date on all. I'm up to date, I'm up to, uh... I'm up to date on all. I just haven't finished the most recent episode yet. So do you but think the, 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 the letter, which Kirk, I mean, I'm not like, I'm Catholic. I'm not overly Catholic or anything. I go to church. I've become like a Christmas and Easter go to church. Um, Terrible. Waste the time. And mm, it's your opinion. And that's the right opinion. Well, it's your opinion because you're a fucking Aussie communist and. <laughs> <laughs> um anyways but the yeah Kirk does say the lord's name in vain a lot which i actually have no i actually have noticed i, I will say i mean from the, the letter was looney tune the letter was looney tunes. i mean the letter wasn't the letter was insane but, but do you think it was a staged one or do you think the wife went rogue i think the wife went rogue you think the wife went rogue okay the wife definitely went rogue. I'm actually, I'm convinced. I think the wife went rogue because he's just, the letter was very detailed and had references to the Bible and whatever. So it was like shit that he definitely wouldn't know. And she, you could tell like lit when she called in, she was genuine what she was saying. Mm. She sounded insane. Yeah. So in my opinion, she seems very nice, but yeah, I don't think that was staged at all. I thought that was, I didn't think that was staged. Yeah, and it was great. Justin came on the last minute fandom. We had a great chat. It was a great episode. Go back and listen yeah. to it if you haven't listened to it out there. Um, so, look, I've got a few things I want to talk about with the show, but also just a few things from your appearance on the show that I just wanted to address. So, um, okay, so you said you, you're starting to like Carlin more. Like, clearly you're a big right winger. So, Steve. I like him a lot more recently. I hated him at first. I hated him at first. Hated him. Does it still drive you nuts when they talk about Big Jack Cullinane? Oh, oh my, yeah, that line really took people out. I didn't think that was. I thought I didn't even remember. Um, <laughs> it was oh, funny. 
Well, at first off, like, I don't think he's like a man, you know, I, he kind of sounds like a pussy to me uh, for a couple of re- I mean, for a couple of reasons. It's like, I mean, he's married to a drunk, number one. Yes. You know, married to a drunk. And he, like, it's also kind of weird that Colin says he never watches the news or politics or anything, which I feel is weird. Like, I feel all old, like, like tough guys, cranky guys are all like in the news and complaining about the kid, the, the, the liberals and the fucking whatever. And I'm always, you know what I mean? Taxes, the roads. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the old tough guys are always are on that side of the spectrum, you know, but like my dad, who I know, you know, Jerry's a persona non grata, but my dad, who he's kind of like Jerry, like he sees the world that might not as, I don't even think my dad, the only difference is I don't even think my dad could describe what a transgender is. He just doesn't fucking care or pay any attention to any of that shit, like at all, just does not care. Um, but like old, you know, yeah, it's the exact, exact voice. And I feel like the old tough guys are all like that. It's weird that like this old tough guy, Jack, doesn't like ever watch the news or anything. But don't, but, but don't you think, but don't you think Dave is a bit of a pussy? Like he, you know, he, he uh, watches reality TV. He's very sensitive. He's a mummy's boy, all that stuff, which is not a knock on him. He's a nice guy, but therefore, you know, he can't, he can't, he has a bad relationship. I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm sorry to interrupt. It's, there's a lag. I think you're done, but you keep talking. There's just a lag. Yes. Keep going. He definitely has a bad relationship with his siblings. Like there's, there's no doubt about it. Because he mm. never brings up his siblings. Ever. He brings up his wife, brings up his kids, brings up his parents, obviously. Brings up his friends, grandparents, obviously. Never brings up his siblings ever. Like there's something, there's something to that. I, I just think they look down on him. It's like, well, not look down on him, but he's like their special little brother. Like, you, you know, he's the the accident, the one who probably, you know, a little, I don't know, a little bit special. Does he have like yeah. five? Yeah, he's got, I think there's six of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot, which I mean, good for Jack. I mean, he's a working cock or Kathy's just out, you know, you know, getting fucked on the side of the road but you know uh what what about mike you want you're not a big blind mike fan well he's done the opposite i think he's the only rule of law where he's gotten progressively worse on the show he's got worse i think he's got better i disagree with this go on here's where i struggle with mike because people in the media who i don't like i don't think i would like them as a person you know like i don't think i'd ever want to be stuck you know, having dinner with Clemmer, like, I think he would just bother me the whole time, you know? I, I have a prop, like, I actually would like, I actually, I think, would enjoy talking to Mike, like, off camera. I think we just chit-chatted. Like, I actually think I would enjoy, like, speaking with him. I think he's, I, I actually think he's kind of smart. He's a well-thought-out guy. But here's what really bothers me about him. And I'm a devout listener. Like, this is my life. Like, when Kirk retires, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself all night. He um he agrees with every fucking thing Kirk says. And I mean everything. 
And every once in a while, he has a disagreement in his head, but he doesn't like call out. He doesn't call it out. Which I don't know if he's nervous or whatever. And also, he fucking interrupts too much. And some days are worse than others. Maybe he has like a large coffee or Adderall some mornings or he's really hyped up. Because some mornings, it's just a lot worse. I I disagree. I think it's the opposite. I think what's happened now is that in the beginning, Bly Mike was a lot more combative. And you're right, he was more opinionated definitely in the beginning. And now he's kind of slipped into the kind of sidekick role where he, he just bounces off Kirk with jokes and stuff. And you're right, he's definitely more relaxed and less combative. But I think he's fantastic. I think now he's at a great spot. He's not sensitive. He has a good time. Um, yeah, I, he's sensitive. I think he's sensitive. I'm thinking he doesn't. It, it, you know why? It doesn't show. Because before he went on his um, break, where he went to the school of the blind or whatever it was, if you remember, mm. before that they used to joke. Like people would call into the show and they would say, "I have some mic criticism" or something like that. You know, and it would be a joke. That doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, you know. Like they don't talk about shit like that anymore. Well, there's no criticism though. Well, I mean, the only criticism is for Craig now. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I... Yeah, but it's just I mean, it's like in all in Kirk, who used to be like a Republican, who basically said on the, he said on the show one time, he's like, I'm basically about to register as a Republican, which I don't care that he's gone wicked liberal. Like I don't care at all. I don't. You know, I mean, he has. He sounds like you do. It sounds like you do. Yeah, but it sounds like that bothers you. It sounds like you want more politics. Like, that's the problem. No, I'm not like that political. No, it sounds like it does. I'm not that political. Well, it just sounds I'm like that's the... I'm not that political. Well, then what's wrong with Mike? What's wrong with Mike then? Here's, here's, here. It's because he, they, he doesn't fucking ever disagree. He doesn't ever disagree. And, like, Kirk will do the... Uh, and Mike's opinions are always just fixated to what he thinks Kirk is going to say every time. He's like, oh, um... He's like, oh, both sides, both sides. It's like, it's like both sides. Okay, we get it. Both sides. Like, it's just like Kirk, uh, you know, always says that, which is totally fine. But that's like Mike's first thing too. It's like you, Mike, you can disagree a little bit. You can disagree a little bit. Okay. He doesn't disagree. And sometimes, like the other day, I should have wrote this down. I should have wrote it down. But. Yeah, I could tell as clear as day he disagreed with what Kirk was saying, but he didn't combat him. He didn't combat, like, at all. Colin and I don't even care about his opinions because he's so dumb. You know? Like, I think Mike's a smart guy. But the problem is Colin and can't argue. Colin and can't argue. That's the problem. Ooh, 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 ooh. He can't argue. He can't. He doesn't have a coherent thought in his head. So. Yeah. I think I think you make some decent points about Mike. Like I don't think he argues with Kirk, but I don't mind that. Like I don't expect that from Mike now. Like I don't know if you heard when I went on the show probably a month or two ago now, and I argued with Kirk about the the Maz thing. Like what was that again? I remember this. I, I went on when Maz was cancelled. I went on um, via video link, and they shouldn't have sent out that video. I just think it's a bit hypocritical now that. Um, Kirk and Carla leading the charge to get people cancelled because, you know, if you take comments out of context on any show, you could oh, probably yeah. get in trouble. Listen, like, I listen to Felger and Maz. That's, like, the only other show I listen to. I don't listen to as much 
Richard Kirk. I, I, I tune in. If I'm in the car, I'll turn them on or listen to the podcast by the talking Bruins or something. And a couple, a, couple, a couple things was that, number one, he, about the Maz thing, well, I listen to them. And every once in a while, I'm like, geez, if someone just sent out like that five-second clip, that could be a fucking problem, you know? So I think if you nitpick and it gets picked up by the right source, it's going to be a shit show, you know? I think if you yeah, exactly. listen, if you just listen for it, like, or Zoe and Bertrand, like I listened to them a little bit. If you just really listened for it and you were nitpicking and you had like a big platform, you could fucking cause shit, you know? So, mm. yeah. So, but the thing with the Maz thing, which the show is completely changed. They used to cancel culture this, cancel culture that. Like if this happened in late 2020 or mid 2020, when the show was really going or 2019 or whatever it was, when the show first started, there's not a shot in hell they would have tweeted that out. Not a shot in hell. Which, let me be clear, that's not a criticism. I'm, I mean, they should have tweeted. I think they should have tweeted it out. And I like Maz, even though I like Maserati. I listen to him. I he's a good guy. But he, my problem with him is he's one of these Boston's racists. All these guys are racist. You know, EI, like he's one of these guys who doesn't mention Kirk's name, but he mentions that the whole like, Adam Jones thing and the baseball player and the N-word at the ballpark and all that, you know, he's one of these who just tries so hard to be these pandering liberal vomit, you know, and Boston's racist and everyone's racist and all this. So when you're on that side of the fence, you know, where you'll call anybody racist at all, and Mike even has a story that Mike called in once and, you know, mass call racist. When you're on that side of the fence, you can't make remarks like that. You just fucking can't in my opinion, you know? Yeah, it's a valid point. I disagree with them tweeting it out. I, I don't think Maz should have made the joke, but... Did did, him, did Maz defend Kirk, though, at all? Here's the thing, though. Here, here's what, here's the why they should have. It's because if that happened to someone else and if that came up in conversation, Maz would be calling that person racist. He's super liberal on that side of the fence. If he's going to be on that side of the fence, then... Yep, you have to deal with the consequences. If he wasn't, like, just to use an example, like someone who's, you know, Republican, if it was fucking, like, Jerry, who was back on EI, said that, in my opinion, maybe don't tweet that out because you're not finger-wagging and calling everyone else racist, which Maz does. So if you're going to do that, you got to eat shit, in my opinion. So I had no problem with him tweeting it out. And the Curtis thing was just fucking funny. That they should 1,000% tweeted that out. The Curtis one. Well, there's the revenge factor there, but I just, as I said, I just hope people don't start trying to look for clips on KMS that could get KMS in trouble. Like, I think sometimes when you, even if like Kirk said something off brand where he wasn't paying attention and you could construe it that way, what's the worst that's going to happen? I mean, Barstool would have his back. Bar, uh, Barstool would have his back. Maybe one advertiser leaves or something if Murchison calls one of, you know, which I doubt, but like, Short of that, I mean, Kirk kind of uncant. Kirk is uncant. Fair enough. Uh, really egregious, which he wouldn't do. He's kind of uncancelable. No, he's too smart. It's too smart to do it now. Um, what about other people on the show? So, okay, so you, you don't like Mike. You don't like Julie. Your culinary's growing on you. 
Well, Julie went after me. So oh, she's the worst. Trust me. Um, who who else do you like? You know, uh, you you clearly a mutt guy. Mutt likes me, so I like. Him. But he doesn't. He talks like he's on the radio too much. If you realize that, and it's like mutt. Like you're on the show. Just fucking insult someone you used to work with. Like, I mean, you can lighten up a little bit. I think he's lightening up, though. Yeah. And I will say, I when Jerry was the show, when everyone hated him, it was a few months ago. I don't know how you feel about Jerry. And I don't listen to Jerry's show at all. I have no interest to. I actually thought he was half decent on the show. I didn't think he was bad as I thought. He I think was. Jerry's awful. But here's the thing, though, and I think it was funny from a different perspective. When the calls opened up and he was getting so uncomfortable, like he was asking if he had an affair with like Jackie McMullen and someone said if his wife takes any ass or it was just weird shit like that or <laughs> whatever. I don't remember it, but it was like some uncomfortable phone calls. Mm. It was fucking funny. It was funny because he was so uncomfortable, it made me laugh. So from that perspective, I thought it was good. Yeah, but uh, I can see why Kirk doesn't want to, I mean, they're not friends anymore, but if they were, I mean, once every half year, couple months or something, I, I think would be fine. But I wouldn't want him. I, I think Mutt gets consistently better. I was never a huge Carabas guy, and I love Carabas, but you know what his problem was? He didn't, li- he, when he was on every Friday, he didn't listen to the other shows, and it showed. And in yeah. that show, you got to listen to the shows, you know? Mm. I mean, because that's the thing, like, you know, you can thank me, um, and I didn't say this, you know, a good friend of mine, VD, pointed this out. Um, you know, you can thank me for your appearance in there because I campaigned uh, relentlessly for the the spare, the extra show without Mike to be Minifan Field because they kept trying to wheel in these F-grade celebrities like Ryan Glass, Spiegel, and all these idiots that hadn't listened to the show, and it was really bad. That wasn't, like, that wasn't... That, yeah, I agree. I agree with you, but the Minifan thing, it's grown on me a little bit, and I'm very lucky that he did that and that I was in, but I think a lot of these guys kind of fucking suck, honestly. Like, a lot of the Minifans, most of them blow. Like, I can't even remember them. But what about Lean and Cheeks? I thought the Lean and Cheeks thing was was an an anomaly or whatever because it was, that was just by accident that he happened to mention that, you know? Yeah, and also that was a one-time thing. He could go in another time and do the linen cheeks thing. He cannot go in every Friday and be good. He just couldn't. He—that's nothing against him. And I was—I'm te- team cheeks. I'm full on team cheeks. I got a couple of questions before you. Wait, shut up. Um, you're going to get to on to the latest episode. You haven't got to um, the the ticket guy. They call his ex girlfriend, and there's a lot of speculation that this is a setup. I'll let you know I haven't. Shut up, shut up. There's a lot of speculation that this is a setup. So I want you to, when you're listening to it, think, is this set up? And then what I'm thinking now is, is there a thing that Minifans going in there are going to set up these situations so they become a character in the show and they're 90% fake? Do you think that is a chance? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, um, I'll listen to it, but I, I wouldn't be shocked he's dread i think they're both i think the two guys the most recent show so far and i'm 40 minutes in 30 minutes in something like that i think they're dreadful dreadful i don't want to toot my horn but i thought i was i thought at least i was like entertaining 
Yeah, I mean, I like I met Copper Doodle outside the Wilbur. He was great. Um, are you going to go to a live show? I, I have. I've been to. I went to the cheeky. I went to the uh, cheeky monkey. Right. Why didn't you go to the Wilbur? I, I'd like to go uh, to more. I'll go to the. Um, you know what it was? I didn't. I said I on the show I had a wedding because I couldn't remember. I was just. I had like a fucking vacation planned every year and I couldn't. Holiday house. I couldn't make it, but. I thought I had a wedding, but I had a wedding before. I forgot what it, I forgot what it was, mm. but yeah, I'll, I'll go to the one in Plymouth. It's close to my. It's close okay. to where I grew up. I'll go there. I'll go to the one in Plymouth. So, um, anyways, but I um I have to bounce. My friend is here, and I got some checks waiting for me. So, Maxi, thanks. Um, thanks for coming on. Um, we'll sort your internet out for next time. It's a bit patchy. I don't. I thought you'd have like fast internet in Cohasset. I'm in boss. I live in boss. Okay, nice. All right. Thanks, Max. Yeah. <laughs> 